Life can be an extraordinary adventure. More than ordinary. In the gym. At home. At work. More than ordinary. Advice. Without the new agey bullshit. Welcome to More Than Ordinary. I'm going to say that again because Julia's singing over it. Welcome to More Than Ordinary. I'm your host, Anne-Marie DeMars, and I have the very special, amazing, beautiful guest here. Julia DeMars. Woo! Woo! Julia DeMars. Yeah! So today in... The outrage of many people, we will be taking shots and giving advice. So first peppermint schnapps. Julie was telling me earlier today that I could not be an internet sensation because I was too boring. But then she pointed out that podcasts with shots was an open genre so that perhaps I should try that. It actually surprisingly wasn't even my idea first. It was hers. So I was going to start off with giving you advice since you're going back for your last year of college and then you're going to be out in the workforce as an actual adult. Yeah. I have something to read you from a book. I do. An actual book. Manuscript found in Accra. And to those who believe that adventures are dangerous, I say try routine. That kills you far more quickly. Oh, I like that. Sounds like a Pinterest quote I found in high school. It is not a Pinterest quote. It's from a very famous author called Paolo Coelho, also the guy who wrote The Alchemist. But, Love it, though. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you like it. Because Tell I'm, me more quotes. And this is from Agatha, Agatha Christie, of all people. But she said, it is never a mistake to marry the man you love, even if you regret it afterwards. That's a good quote. But it, No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is, because it's also related to taking a risk. So that is my advice for you and young people in general as you're going out into the world that so many people become less than they could because they're afraid. They're afraid. I saw it from lots of people who could have gone to the Olympics, could have been better athletes, people who could have had better careers, but they were always afraid to take that step. And my mother told me, Strange advice, never learn to type. Do you know why? So you can't be somebody's assistant? Exactly. <laughs> and she said... That's how I think. <laughs> no, she Never s- learn how to cook, so you never have to cook for a man. Never learn how to clean. <laughs> well, yeah, your sister Maria never learned how to cook. And when I got married to Rhonda and Jen's dad, my judo coach told him, you know, she's kind of like Murphy Brown, that she can't cook, won't clean, and we think her last boyfriend's buried under the steps. Oh my God, sounds like me. Who's that about? Um, Murphy Brown. It was a TV show. But I actually can cook. So my, my point that my mother had is she said that if you learn to type and you get a job as somebody's assistant and the salary's okay and it doesn't suck, then you might stick it out and the next thing you know it's 35 years later and you're retiring as somebody's assistant. But if you can't get that kind of job and you end up working in 7-Eleven with a boss that sexually harasses you and drunk people come in, throw up on the floor at 1 a.m., then you're like, oh, this sucks. And then you do whatever you need to do to get out of there. Are you telling me? Yeah, you. Oh, okay, thank giving you. Giving advice to you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought now- that was <laughs> a given, but okay. It's your turn to give advice to me. I think we should take a shot first because I don't have one yet. Okay. 
Go for it. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, cheers. 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 This would make a better video. So, advice. How many shots do you have to take before you give me advice? 20. No. Okay. This is some advice for you and for all those workaholics out there, too. Just spend more time doing nothing. <laughs> Sorry, the peppermint schnapps is, is distracting me. Um... <laughs> Everything falls over yeah, here. She's only okay. had half of a shot. Stop. I can't sit in a chair right. Okay. Go oh, wise Yoda. Okay. Well, for all those, for this is for my mom. Advice for my mom and all those workaholics alike. I think you should all spend time, more time doing nothing by yourself. Whether it's in a room by yourself, locked away, like just for an hour or on a beach or surrounded by people, just like not looking at anything. Just spend time wherever you want to be alone and just don't talk for a while. Like just think and do that until you forget what you were even thinking about before that and then nothing will really, nothing will really seem too heavy or serious, you know, or that urgent after that when you just forget where you are or what you're doing. So I should spend time, like, meditating? Just Yeah, observing. I mean, maybe it's from my Costa Rica time, you know, studying holistic psychology, but spending a portion of your time a day just to be mindful and reflect on anything, like your day or your life or whatever's bothering you is just good for anyone. But I think if you're working all the time, then you forget that part because, you know, you're so busy and there and when you have time you want to like spend it entertaining yourself or just sleeping you know so I feel like there should be a part of your day where you like have some creative time I feel like that's the best thing anybody can do every day that's good advice we'll be right back after this did you know that 92% of U.S. homes have a computer yes yes they do and 43% of homes have a child under 18 why aren't more kids playing educational games on those computers? Because they suck. The educational games, not the kids. Until now, download Spirit Lake or Fish Lake. Check out Forgotten Trail or Making Camp with no download required. All of our games are under 10 bucks. Teach math and social studies. Let your child play on a real computer and learn real life math. If you're on Steam, be the coolest aunt, uncle, big brother, or sister on the block and download Fish Lake. The little rug rat can play on your computer, learn fractions, and you can get some peace. Uh, well, I had advice related to that that I think you would find very unexpected. Mm -hmm. When I was young, when I was a teenager, every now and then, when I was 16, 17, I was a sophomore and then in college, and I would go to parties, drink beer, and go skinny dipping. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? Did lots of skinny dipping. Can you just go back? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I said when I was 16 or 17, when I was a freshman, sophomore in college, uh -huh. I would go to lots of parties, drink beer, go skinny dipping a lot. She would go skinny dipping? In the harbor. It's a thing. In the harbor? Yep. And in the At Wash U? Like, what harbor? Well, no, when I was in Halifax. Oh. And then I was in... Um, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. I went there for summer school. She skinny so, dipped across the world. I did. So, as I was going to say, actually, I have never regretted any of that partying that I did. Because, like you noticed, the rest of my life, pretty much from the time I graduated from college at 19, I was nose to the grindstone, working, 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 and 
getting a master's, getting a PhD, winning world championships, raising kids. And so those few years in college were the only times I had that actually like went to parties and drank beer. And people say, oh, you'll be sorry you did that. Nope, never sorry I did. <laughs> now I have to say, I never got like blackout drunk or anything crazy happened, but I think a modest amount of partying that's not crazy is actually very good for you. <laughs> the end. Mom supports partying. Let's party, guys. <laughs> Hey, we're drinking peppermint schnapps. I know. I'm so excited. I'm 21 now, guys. So mom and dad will drink with me whenever. And I'm not the one that's even bringing it up. They want to drink with me like all the time. You guys are, you guys bring it up a lot now. Well, we figure if we get I you drunk, <laughs> we get you drunk, like <laughs> your creativity will come out and then we will have our reality show. Speaking of which. Oh my God, no. <laughs> uh, how many times do we have to go over this? Julia tells me she has shattered my dreams here. She told me I cannot have a reality show because I'm not outrageous enough and I'm too tall because I'm not a dwarf and what other things? Nobody in the family's in rehab. So I didn't say all those things. You did. No, not all of them. She shattered my reality show dream by telling me that no one wants to watch a show about a family that loves each other and that I would have to fire somebody at seven generation games um, on no, a weekly I, basis. She does not even watch TV unless it's like a nature channel documentary thing, you know, like Blue Planet. I know. What was I saying? Blue Planet. Blue Planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this lady does not watch any TV whatsoever. I She definitely does not watch reality TV and hates it. I love Jersey Shore and Love Island. I said this in the video before. Our family, you know, I feel like nobody here really likes the Kardashians. Not that. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh my God, dad, get up. But they're the most successful reality shows. So I don't know why you would even want one. And then also they're all trashy. That is what is That is what reality TV is. And that's like a part of it. You can't have a non-trashy reality TV show. You can. Unless it's like a competition one, like like RuPaul, or shoot, like RuPaul or Cake Boss, like we're talking about, or like Chopped, I guess those are, are those reality shows? Or are they competition shows? Is that a different category? I don't know. I think maybe it's a category of reality show. But anyways, it's got to be, it just can't be about our family alone. There would have to be something else because, yeah, there's nothing scandal, like scandalous about us or dramatic. What I mean, if, I'm dramatic, but nobody else is here. <laughs> what if every few weeks I voted one of you out of the family? By the end, of, end of the season, I would keep one kid. I mean, we've got, you know, four kids, six grandkids, three husbands. That's 13 people. I think you would just make all of us fight so you can vote all of us out. No, I love you <laughs> No, you would keep a grandkid. <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to fight it out. The one that... <laughs> the only one that, I don't know, that will do your podcast with you. That's right. That'd be Ava. <clears throat> Probably. Ava, you can stay. All these other losers are out of here. Well, I, I disagree. I think there could be drama. 
Like we could be. <laughs> there could be trouble. You're gonna <laughs> stir the pot, Mom. Do you know what that means? I do know. I what does cooked. stir the pot mean? I have cooked, and like you, I've actually oh my stirred. God. <laughs> okay, touche. Dad, do not pour me another shot. Oh my God. Are you gonna do another shot? Of course. <gasps> I don't have to pack tonight. I have to pack tonight, and I have to be up at 4 a.m. I have to do neither of those. But I, no, Dad, I do want a shot though. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, don't we, give me a halfie. <laughs> okay, Julia. Okay, we could do drunk podcasting, like some people do drunk history. I think that's what this whole thing should be. I mean, maybe there's already a podcast out there that's a drunk mom and daughter podcast, but like, if there's not, your body's a temple. You should eat. Dad, don't interrupt me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a great podcast idea if it hasn't been done already. Yeah, there's drunk history. We can make it better if it has. I think there's drunk podcasting. I love drunk history. Oh, my God. That is the funniest show. I will. Let's see. I'm supposed to give you more advice. What would you like advice on, Julia? We'll be right back. My parents love me. They want me to be happy and healthy, to learn and be confident. The best gift they can give me is an education. With Seven Generation Games, I can play and have fun while I'm learning math and history. Seven Generation Games make games that make you smarter. And you know what? I like being smarter. To get Seven Generation Games, visit sevengenerationgames.com. I just wonder, like, how people save their money. (laughs) I just want to know, like, if there's a strategy, like, kind of a pattern, like, I don't, I don't That's know. Because really like, budgeting does not work for me because I always need stuff. So how the, how do you save any money? That's actually a really good question, and it was something I had a little bit of a hard time with when I was younger. And the number one thing that I think a lot of people don't do, and you're going to laugh at me, open your bank statement. <laughs> she... <laughs> I never do when she throws them at me in bed all the time. <laughs> I know tons of people that do that. You need to open your bank statement, open What's your it going to say? Well, you made a s- purchase? I know. <laughs> I saw it on the app. Well. <laughs> Thank you for telling me again. I'm wasting paper. What I see a lot of people don't do is they don't actually open their bills, open their bank statement, check everything. So that's one thing. Just do it. One thing I found that was helpful when I was younger is to pay for stuff in cash. So take out, say, $100, $200 in a bank account and go buy whatever it is and say, okay, this is your budget. And when that cash is gone, it's gone. So that's a really useful way to kind of control your spending. The other thing that I done, because I was much poorer than you, obviously, when I was young, to decide before you go to the store what is this, is, wait, is this floor slanted? Why am I moving? Yes, it is. It was slanted after an earthquake. <laughs> oh my, really? Yes. Oh my God. My chair keeps rolling away. Also my earring. Yes, there was an earthquake here many years ago and it left this place a little bit slanted and that's why your chair is rolling. So number one, open your bank statements and all your bills, don't avoid them even if you think they're bad news. Just face up to it, which was something like when Rhonda and Jen's dad died and we had tons of bills and that was kind of hard. and. I sometimes just had to kind of steal myself. But 
yeah, just face up to where you are financially. Look at how much money you have, how much money you spent, number one. Use cash, number two, whenever possible. And I notice a lot of people, kids these days, never use cash. They use Venmo and Apple Pay and stuff like that. I think it's better because you decide I'm going to spend $200 and you take out $200 or $50, whatever you got. And when it's gone, it's gone. I It's weird, though, because that's true. Because when I'm using cash, I feel like when I'm spending it, it's going by so much faster. But I feel like more secure somehow with the credit card. I don't know. But I just need to keep making money and, you know, with a job, then I can actually save. Well, I have two other points. Okay. One is when you go shopping, before you go shopping, especially somebody like you who really likes to shop. Yeah, I impulse shop today. It was bad. I am a big fan of lists. Make a list before you go to the grocery store. Make a list before you go to the mall, whatever, and decide that's what I need to get and just get that. And then, I have one more piece of advice. For the big purchases, like if I'm going to buy a car or am I going to buy furniture or something, I will go and check it out and leave. And then if I really like it, then in a day or two, I'll go back and get it. I have two other pieces of advice. You want to hear them? Uh, one of them is decide what really is important to you and spend money on that. So for like me, I spend most of my life in front of a computer. So I, when I buy a computer, I usually buy a top-of-the-line computer because I'm going to spend a lot of time on it. But when I buy a dress, like for a formal thing, I might wear it once or, you know, dishes or something like that that's not very important to me. I might not, you know, go out and buy the fine china or that. So decide what's really important to you. So if you're not really super rich, maybe you can't afford the best of everything, but decide what it is that's something that really matters to you. You know, maybe for another person that drives all the time, that has a really long commute, it's their car. They want a really nice, comfortable car. So you can't have the best of everything, but if you have the best of that thing or two that you use the most, you'll be a lot happier. My my last piece of advice there, if you really have a lot of bills and you can't do any other way around them, like you have a bunch of kids and your kids need tuition and they need to go train in Europe or whatever, take on more work instead of more debt. You know, people, a lot of people in my life have made fun of me because I've had two or three jobs a lot of times. But wait, make more what? More take on more work. Oh. Instead of more debt. Yeah. Get a side hustle. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Do side Uber. hustle. Yeah, do Uber. Like I don't know. <laughs> Not stripping. Like in my case it was writing extra software. Your dad used to write shareware. So you know, if you're a writer like Maria, sometimes when she wanted to go on a trip to Europe, she would take on a few freelance jobs for some magazine. So yeah, don't take on more debt, take on more work. Okay, that's all my my suggestions on financial literacy. All right, shot time. It's shot clock. All right, ready? You need a refill, no, because I drank one. Oh. You drank it? He drank half of my shot. What kind of producer is this? This is so unprofessional. No, it's not unprofessional, right? (laughs) Did I say unprofessional? Unprofessional. This whole thing is unprofessional. unprofessional. Excuse me. I'm the only professional thing in here. All right, let's. Comments from the peanut gallery there. Okay. Shot, 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 shot. shot, shot. 
Did you fake it, or were, do you just take a sip? That was as much as she could take. Oh my god! <laughs> Drink the sprite. I'm a small person. I should be in that small person yeah, show that you said I, I can do. I don't. Come on. <laughs> All right. No comments from the peanut gallery over there. Peanut, the I'm the engineer. I'm not the peanut gallery. We don't need you limiting I'm the us. Producer. We can handle our liquor. Okay. Tell me your feelings about working in Hollywood now that you have had some experience with that on your internship. Like anything about it or all of it? <laughs> well, you can skip the sex and drugs part because oh, okay, I'm your good. mother. No, no sex. Um, but or drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think I realized how hard things actually are in the industry. Like things that people kind of downplay that have never even worked in the industry and like don't know what goes into the job like even for actors I mean I think people know this now and like see behind the scenes stuff but you don't really understand how long of hours they work until you have to stay with them every second of it and you're not even doing anything really per se like you could be I mean I was like filming for a videography internship but for somebody who has to be doing stuff the whole time and be on camera and, like, be alive and energetic and everything, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I mean, I still want to do it. But <laughs> that's why I'm crazy. But I just realized, I mean, I'm a very low-energy person at times, most of the time. So it was just really crazy to see, yeah, how much energy people really put into it and can, like, force out of themselves. It's almost amazing. And, I mean, every job in the industry is really, is, like, every job in the industry is important, I think, and takes a lot with it, because even if you don't have that many tasks, which you probably will if you're working, like, anywhere really good, you know, but it's just another part of it is that you have to make a really good impression on basically everybody you meet, because, like, you never know who you're meeting. It's always nice to be good and nice. It's always good to be nice in general you just really have to be like energetic and positive like a lot of the time to the point where you almost become energetic and positive it's like you know faking it till you make it kind of which I feel like is how I will start my acting career <laughs> I I know what you mean about it taking such a long time I remember the very first film you did was some independent film and you had a part that was probably less than five minutes I remember yeah, and Shannon Brock, our next-door neighbor, who works on films during the technical part of it, said to me, take a book. You're going to be there all day. And I said, oh, come on. She's got like a five-minute part. We're going to be in and out. And he said, bring a book to read. And sure enough, and I've seen that now over and over, they film the part. Oh, that didn't seem quite right for some reason. I have no idea, but the person filming it thinks oh no the light wasn't right and then you're filming it and somebody sneezes and no that wasn't right and then you're filming it again and then somebody walks through and then you're filming it again and oh there's that starbucks cup and they didn't pay us for placement yeah i i've never wanted to be in acting it would drive me insane like i said you might think about it sometimes and know this already but I feel like for me, I didn't even, like, I realize when you're an actor, you have to, like, you know, act like you're comfortable on screen, even if it's, like, 100 degrees or, like, at the beach at 5 a.m. and it's freezing and you have to pretend like it's 2 p.m. or whatever. Being in, like, 
either uncomfortable or extreme conditions sometimes isn't even like considered by people and there's I it just gave me a bigger appreciation yeah just a bigger appreciation of um jobs like that that are kind of seen as like easy to do or whatever do you have any advice for someone who say next summer is going to do an internship on a tv show or with movies what do you recommend we'll be right back you know how sometimes you have an idea of how you want something done like how you would have your living room decorated your closet organized or whatever but you just haven't had the time to get around to it because the way it is right now is passable and it works but in the back of your head you know it could be better someday well for spirit like the game someday is today at 7th Generation Games, we've rolled out a major update of our very first game. We've kept the parts that were already great and enhanced those areas where we saw potential for enhancements to give you a new version of the game that we know kids will love even more than the original. If you already have Spirit Like, check your email for the update notification. If you don't have Spirit Like, well, what are you waiting for? Get it today. I have so many pieces of advice, but I think the most important one for somebody that's just going into the business in general, like a TV show or maybe what like what I was doing, videography for a YouTube channel, I think the at first I didn't really feel like I could do all the work that they were asking me to do, but then I kind of after a while realized that I really could do it and it actually helped my work ethic and improved my confidence on a lot of things and I think I mean you're right that everyone can do a lot more than they think they can do and sells themselves short and so don't look for help or anything like try to figure out everything on your own at first at least and if you really really need help I mean obviously ask for it but most for the most part like for me it was the first real kind of job I was doing I mean I still want to do one not for a family member (laughs) but I still felt like I was doing a lot of work and it was like crazy but it was also really interesting and it's like worth the product that you see and like it having so improving your mood I think will improve your work ethic and the quality of your work because it just, after a while of you having to kind of pick yourself up and stuff, you're going to eventually, like I was saying, fake it till you make it. Like, I realize it just, you know how they say smiling or whatever, like, improves your mood already, you know, just act of smiling. Like, I feel like that kind of proved to be true, that kind of, th- like, ideology for me this summer, that basically you can do it. So just do it, and that's the tea. Mm-hmm. It, that reminds me of something that you actually said when you were graduating from high school. And they asked you at the senior banquet to give some advice to the new incoming soccer players. And you said that to the new soccer captains, right, because you were an outgoing senior, and you said the coach picked you for a reason. And even if you don't feel like you can do it, you're there for a reason and keep that in mind that you were the best person they could pick. And that's fine. Do you remember Mindy, I forget her last name, Brandy Couture's girlfriend, sweet lady? And when we were at the International Sports Hall of Fame and you said you decided you wanted to be in acting and she said her advice to you was if you're on a set and you get nervous, remember the producer picked you for a reason. And 
I think that's just general life advice when you're somewhere, whether you're an intern as a videographer, whether you're a captain of a soccer team, whether you're acting on a set, that they didn't just pick you randomly out of the crowd. You were walking out of you know, the promenade and they said, hey, you, girl, come over here and be yeah, our videographer. Yeah, and that's kind of what my coach, even for college soccer, that's what PV kind of would always say to like all of us and to me individually in past years if I was ever like just kind of down about my playing or something he would just tell me I mean basically that same thing that he picked me for a reason and stuff and like it's not you know for nothing but I think what I was also getting to just to round my thought up yes yes Oh, okay. Basically, <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking of my own experience and how like, cause I really like the idea of that for me was so strong that I could change, not like my own fate, like that I could just I well I could basically I could change my life according to the way I thought that is true and I really saw it for myself for I don't know if I ever really tried to before, because, I mean, life's been pretty good for me, but some late hours of filming and everything really can make you want to just quit. (laughs) But then you just, you can't be, you have to be professional. And being professional, actually, I think, I thought of it as a bad thing, but sometimes I... But, like, after, you know, having to be it all summer, <laughs> I feel like it can actually help you in some ways and everything. And I don't know, this whole summer was really good for me, I think. I learned a lot. When I started to just come to work, like, excited and happy and ready, instead of taking constructive feedback, personally, I would just go back to work the next day and try my best to forget it because you can't, you just can't be down like that. I like want to make my best impression too all the time, especially if I'm working somewhere, and I never want to be seen as like as an as a person who's not hardworking. And so, if somebody tells me that they're seeing something, I'm gonna change that and apply that. Obviously, I think really taking responsibility of that and not you know just kind of having a pity party like oh they didn't like how I did this today. It's like well do better the next day and then. Eventually, I ended up doing really well and enjoying myself in the process, and it just makes the work better when you're doing better, obviously. It's going to improve your mood, too. So everything just kind of comes full circle and starts with your own mindset. Basically, I'm Gandhi. So don't take it profe- Don't take it personally. Take it professionally. Ooh, good job, Julia. Thanks for listening to the More Than Ordinary podcast. For more information, please go to our website, 7generationgames.com. And that's 7 as in the number 7, generationgames.com. If you'd like to learn more about math and history or increase your vocabulary while at the same time having fun, you can purchase our games at 7generationgames.com slash buy. You can also donate 
and help the much-deserving student. And as always, please tell a friend and don't forget to rate us on iTunes. It's never too late to be more than ordinary.